I'm gay-ish. Hello everyone in the podcast universe. This is gayish. <laughs> the podcast that wants to get it like Frankenstein's monster's neck. Screwed twice until I'm green in the face. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> thanks so, you're so good at voices i tried to do my fucking russian accent and i could even do that <laughs> i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz and we're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality and this episode see no i can't i was trying to do like a fucking dracula and i can't this episode is deadish deadish do Charge! Oh wait, what? <laughs> I was—I uh, forgot. I was gonna like you always say something funny, and then I always laugh. I was gonna do my. <laughs> oh, your monster voice. Okay, I, maybe I can splice that in. That's nah, fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, we're gonna talk about gay ghost stories on this episode. Happy Halloween! I'm so excited. Happy Halloweener! I have. <laughs> I am so excited to tell you gay ghost stories. I'm excited to have you tell me gay ghost stories. You, well, you're going to tell me some too, I think. Well, yeah. Okay. You'll probably cut it all. <laughs> the best version of our podcast is when I cut all of you. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Me. I agree. I don't even know why I'm here anymore. <laughs> Mike, you were an important, valuable part of some of the podcast. <laughs> um, before we talk about gay ghost stories. Before that, yeah. So, a couple of corrections. Oh, okay. Alert listener. Serial texter. Serial texter. Slash voicemailer. Giving Carly a run for her money. Yeah. Former co-worker of mine, Dan Garlington, wrote in to let us know that when we were talking about the taint. I don't know why we were talking about the taint. Butt <laughs> what, stuff, maybe? What, what do you mean you don't know why we were talking about the taint? Like, <laughs> this is gayish. Well, okay. okay. Well, I mean, clearly... <laughs> Most episodes involve the taint, <laughs> but uh, uh, I, I called that the peritoneal area. Mm -hmm. No, that's not that at all. Okay. That's inside your guts. Uh, that's, oh. It's the perineum. I also said perineum, but then I said peritoneal area later. So I was right and then wrong, mm. but we should correct the fact that I was wrong. Yeah. Your taint is called your perineum. Yeah. So if someone wants to lick your peritoneum, run. Right. Exactly. Perineum. You're cool. <laughs> you're about to be deadish. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing, uh, Dan said. And my last thing, uh, Mike made a pretty racist comment, and he called himself out on it, which I thought was awesome. Uh, it was it was sort of uh, dick shaming Asian men, uh, and I thought uh, his penance should be he should watch the documentary Project Yellow, which is an awesome documentary available on Prime uh, by Asian guys about Asian guys and the discrimination they face. And it has a, definitely a, a gay focus, although not exclusively. I really liked it. Anybody out there that wants to check it out should. And what's one thing you learned from that? Some Asians are hung like rhinos. Follow-up question. How hung are rhinos? Because I don't understand your comparison. <laughs> no, uh, I, I, I learned uh, there, there are a lot of things, actually, that um, we don't really think about that are sort of a fetishization. Hmm. Like, people aren't into little Asian guys because they are interested in them or find them individually compelling. It's because they like the idea of being with a little hairless sort of twinky yeah um 
and a whole bunch of other things that come with it like subservient mm. um polite Asians um, can't get a break like either people are like no Asians right or they just want them because that fucking sucks yeah totally totally it, it, it's it's an excellent documentary Dan is right on and uh, I'm glad that I watched it thank you for making me feel dumb <laughs> Uh, the other thing I, I had on my list here was, um, there's two, nope, I'm not going to do this this time. There are two stories that just won't make you want to kill yourself, which <laughs> that we shouldn't do that this episode. We'll save that for a future episode. <laughs> um, the, the other thing was, um, w- when we did the wedding episode mm-hmm. and we recorded our parts separately, a lot of that content, the first time I heard it was when the episode came out. And that was really interesting because now I know how Carly feels. There were things that you said that I was like, <laughs> fuck, I want to like, where is he? I need to respond. Yeah. Uh, but, but one of them was, uh, you said that you never know when you're going to need chains. Yeah. That was the perfect time for a Game of Thrones reference. Ah, uh, fuck. You know, I always am trying to pretend like I'm in on the like Game of Thrones culture, even though I'm not. Yep. What, what would, what would be the joke that I would have said there? Well, so, um, oh, big spoiler alert. Hey, if you don't want to hear about the end of the last season of Game of Thrones, no. It, it's been out, it's been out for like weeks. It's your fault. Um, get your life together. All right. Say it. So there's this big ass battle and this dragon falls in this water and dies and then these zombies try to get the dragon out of the water and all of a sudden they have giant chains. <laughs> they just have the, like, who knows where they came from? Where the fuck do those chains come from? <laughs> do they just carry around chains just in case? That's all. What do you um, have? I wanted to tell you, so um, after the coming out episode, we got a text from... Way back. Yeah, well, like a hot second ago. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a text from Lavesh. Oh, yeah. Who I'm nervous to say his last name because... Okay, um... He wanted to come out. Oh, yeah. On the air. Yep. Um, He's bisexual, but he's mostly into guys. Um, The reason he wanted to come out to us is because he lives in uh, Guana, South America. Did you say Iguana, South America? Iguana, South America. (laughs) If you grab the bottom of the country, it'll sometimes just let it go and lose it and regrow. (laughs) Um, No, in Guana. South America. It's, Is that how you say it? We always said Guiana in school, but then again, I learned my geography from rednecks. So God only knows. Yeah, I learned Spanish from a Texan. Like, <laughs> so I was like, hola, como estas? And you're like, Jesus Christ. Um, but anyway... There's like basically anything you can imagine about being LGBT is illegal there, which is like crazy. So that's yeah. why I'm like nervous to be like Lavesh last name because like um, I think that's one of those countries where American missionaries are trying to get the death penalty for gay people to be a thing there. Good. I actually have a. And apparently that's legal. Uh, okay. No, no, no. It's legal for us oh, to, to go like there go and to be say like, yes, nah, kill cool. your gays. Okay. I have a ghost story that relates to this. I'm. It'll. That's terrifying. Yep. Yeah, yep. Uh, who's the real ghost? <laughs> Is it the Republicans? Anyway, um, the only thing that's not illegal: gay serving in the military. Oh, of course. Go fuck your mother fucking cells. There was that that like, if you're gonna discriminate, if you're gonna do all this shit to gay people, at least give us a pass on the military. Like. Mm. To allow people to be out and gay in the military, but no other rights go like just go fuck yourself with yep. the b- 
biggest rhino dick, apparently. Iguana dick. Iguana dick. <laughs> uh, so back to Lavesh. Uh, oh, you're right. Oh, right. That guy that is doing a brave thing. But, yeah. <laughs> um, also, last thing. My favorite thing is when I was like looking up uh, this info, uh, I learned a new word for anal intercourse, and it is buggery. Buggery. Is, like that's in the law about like I did, I have never heard that. So like, Lavesh, I hope you bug the fuck out of someone. I hope you bu- buggerize buggery. I hope you bug you just bug everywhere. Well, British people, if they're pissed at you, will say bugger off. Oh, like anal fuck yourself off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I have I have a story related to British people too. It's only an hour long podcast, Kyle. You're gonna have to <laughs> figure it out. I have we'll see. Um that's all I got. Uh is it time to to move on to the deadish portion of the podcast? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> That's my gay ghost. <laughs> Spooky. All right. Yeah, let's suck the blood out of this turnip. I Is that a phrase? No. I, <laughs> I, 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 the beer kicked in and I just oh, my filter went you away. You know, all right, cool. Um, you're going to have to watch another documentary. That's why you had to watch the last one. Your I, filter went off. Blood from a turnip is a phrase. It, oh. it, it, it means to try to extract from something more than it's capable of giving you. Like... <laughs> like when I blow a guy and he already yeah. came and I keep going and he's like, dude, turn up yeah. blood. Yeah. Yeah. I am not going to come literally... again. You're just, this is like trying to get blood from a turnip. Yep. All right. I get it. And, and then suck blood because vampires. Yep. Oh, okay. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Boo. Um, I'm going to tell you first story is about the haunted Mercer Williams house. Mercer Williams is Mercer the first name or last name of some I'll shut up tell your story (laughs) hey Mike there's so many answers coming up after I say the title of what I'm going to talk about they're not before okay (laughs) um I'm looking through this I will not explain to you why the word Mercer is in there it's literally not in the story I don't know well because Mercer's a big street here in Seattle and it's because of the Mercer family so when you said Mercer Savannah Georgia I doubt it's related the point i just okay hey mike is it like mercer dash williams like two families that live there or is it mercer is mercer a first name i've never heard of mercer as a first name before don't shush me god damn you considered stop talking (laughs) um okay so there's happy halloween (laughs) (laughs) Um, this house was actually written in a non- fiction book it's categorized as nonfiction, called midnight in the garden of good and evil which became a film that clint eastwood directed so this is a famous house in georgia this is not the gayish part or the or the gay deadish or the gayish deadish part but just to tell you about the house there's this kid named tommy downs he was 11 years old who uh sneaked into the house what are you already laughing about did he have down syndrome <laughs> He would have rather that than what would actually happen to him. Go ahead. Oh, God, that wasn't great. Okay. (laughs) We're going to have to... Dan, tell us which documentary about Down syndrome we should watch. (laughs) We're sorry. Okay. He uh, sneaks onto the uh, premises and fell from their different rumors, second floor or the roof, onto the wrought iron fence which had like little spikes you know going up for every post his head fell through one of the spikes 
he didn't he didn't live <laughs> he died um <laughs> was he gay no 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 oh, this is we... just telling oh yeah we don't care yeah we don't care yeah we don't care about you Tommy. i'm just setting the <laughs> stage for okay tommy S- tommy no one cares <laughs> um and people say that they uh, some people say they see tommy in pictures of the house or someone said that they saw tommy and it's just he has to replay his death falling onto the spikes over and over again mm-hmm. which that's fucked up if it's true okay so that the same year jim williams who was gay bought the house okay so this gay dude's like oh little boy impaled his head i'll take it like he bought yeah. the house not a good not a good starting point i think it's probably a good way to get a good deal on it yeah house. yeah t- highly discounted it attention seattle homeowners <laughs> if you have a haunted house i will buy it <laughs> um it didn't i don't know after this story, it didn't work out great for him i'm just gonna go ahead and let you know that for part. jim williams for jim williams um so how do we know he was gay because of the dude he was in a relationship with oh, got that's usually well he could no all the stories said he was gay that could mean he's bi but in this case everything said he was gay okay um so one uh there's a uh, website that does like tours of this place and that's where i got a lot of this and they said some say he was a killer others say he was at worst very eccentric (laughs) so first of all fuck you tour website um he was an antique dealer and a preservationist and oh gay Totally. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Back to your question. How do you know? I should have started with antique, antique dealer. dealer, not the relationship with a dude. And so he restored the house and moved into it. And he, oh, another. Okay, this comes gay. second before. Home he, renovations. Home renovation. Okay, third thing, even before gay, he threw wild parties there, especially around Christmas time. And it was like the event of the season. All the socialites wanted to go there. Yeah. And then number four, he fucked a dude. Um, <laughs> so... The relationship he was uh, in was with Danny Hansford, who was his assistant. Hot. Yeah. Um, Hopefully he's younger. Like He was, I don't know it, about that, but like he was a, uh, a prostitute, according to Aww. what I read. And, but no, don't feel too sad. Like the, uh, this, the book that was written about it, this is the quote, like maybe I wanted my gravestone. <laughs> okay. It described him as a good time not yet had by all. (laughs) (laughs) Despite his best efforts. (laughs) I I just fucking love that. Like Danny Hansford might be my hero. Great. Except for the (laughs) next part. Um, (laughs) Hansford was shot dead in 1981 in the house. What? Williams Mm -hmm. got a voodoo practitioner because he believed that uh, Danny was haunting the house voodoo voodoo although i guess it, down in georgia that's like more likely to be a, like an actual thing wait why because the devil's there because i think voodoo is all cajun like louisiana deep south stuff this is like a weird stereotype that i don't know about they believe in voodoo cajun people i think so oh if I, I think i've seen a law and order svu episode about this so i think you're right all of our Cajun listeners, write in and let me know how full of shit I am. Dan, tell us what Cajun documentary we need to listen to. Um, Dan just got a permanent part the, on the podcast as, as, as the guy. The documentary we, recommender for when we fuck up. Yeah, please tell us. Um, in, in like a, a five minute voicemail. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. You're great. Um, so uh, Williams was tried for murder for Danny. He's tried four times. 
for the same murder for the same murder that's not legal double he jeopardy hold hold okay I'm, no go ahead. it's fine it's coming soon yeah okay i promise okay not the hell soon enough <laughs> first time he got life in prison some people said rumors were it was like because he was like oh maybe it's because he's gay and people were like but that was overturned because there were conflicting police reports second time he's found guilty but his lawyers appealed third time there was a hung jury i have no jokes about that couldn't come up with anything funny about it no fourth <laughs> fourth time he was found not guilty four times how many members of the jury were asian <laughs> oh no wait oh because you're saying they're hung yeah great positive <laughs> stereotypes are not still not good sorry the judge is a fucking dick brain asshole dick face jerk bag asshole he said wow that's a weirdly terrible specific who knew the ghost stories would give you tourettes <laughs> Oh, sorry, Tourette's. Dan. Okay. Um, the judge who presided over three of the four trials said... Like, okay. <laughs> you had your shot, right? Like, <laughs> like maybe just let Let's it go, on. right? Yeah. yeah, you would... Okay. Uh, the judge said, that son of a gun, which... All right, great. Okay, that son of a gun, Jim Williams, was absolutely guilty of cold-blooded murder. I do not blame him. That boy he shot was trouble with a capital T. Well, at least you can spell. <laughs> you never know with Georgians. <laughs> Sorry, Georgians. Sorry, oh, God. Um, we mean the country of Georgia, not yeah, the state. That doesn't make it better. <laughs> that might make it worse. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, fuck you. Like, I think this is just a theme of, like, oh, he's a prostitute. That means he's trouble. Like, not, oh, yeah. like, yeah. So, fuck that judge. Well, and gay. Right. And gay. Yes. Like, exactly. There's a, there's a long history of like, don't investigate. Don't even try very hard yep. cops because they're yeah. worthless, not good members of society. Exactly. Yeah. He, oh, he's trouble. It's his fault. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, so Williams got off of the murder. Uh, well, OK. Sorry. Got off of like of the charges. So no one actually knows if he did it or not. Um, so he threw. After he got off, he threw one last Christmas party in 1989, and then less than a month after that Christmas party, he died of heart failure, um, which uh, I read one report said that might have been AIDS related. And he died. Or it was a hell of a party. Or, well, a month later, it was a, maybe it was a month long party. And, wait, or both. Hell of a party. AIDS, dead. <laughs> Deadish. <laughs> um, and he died in the same spot that Danny died. And so some people say that Danny is the one that killed him. Wait, Danny, which one was the stabby stabby on the fence one? Oh, that's the little boy. Timmy, Tommy. Tommy. Timmy, Tommy. Tommy. Okay. Tim Tom. <laughs> He's not related to this story other than like, there's already a ghost there. Oh. Um, so fucked up shit is going to happen. Everybody in this story has just a cracker white name. <laughs> Which Jim, cracker white name is this guy? Jim, Tommy, yeah, Danny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so at this point, the two gays are dead. Possibly. Thank God. <laughs> they're, they're gone. You're welcome. Conservative <laughs> assholes. Um, so five years later though, Police received reports that people heard parties in the house. Whoa. And at this point, the house is abandoned. So, uh, 
that dude that I was talking about, Jim Williams, is a ghost throwing motherfucking gay Christmas parties even after he's dead. How do you sign up for that? You what go, church do you have to go to to get that? Is that afterlife? part of Scientology? Like, or maybe you just go up to Jesus and he's like, all right, you're here at the, per- or no, who's at Paul at the pearly gates? And he's like, all right, we're going to open the gates. And you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I have a party. And he's like, are you gay? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, great. Go back down. Do it. <laughs> and I would like to purchase some antiques. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Paul is like, I already knew that because you said you were gay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Wait. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. I'm obsessed with a new YouTube web series. What's the YouTube web series? It is called Queer Ghost Hunters. (laughs) Queer Ghost Hunters. Queer Ghost Hunters. It's like Ghost Hunters, but they're queer. So uh, I need you to put in another clip right here. Or you can just, like, tell me how good I do. First of all, the narrator is British. How much better could it be than that? And he says, Oh, God. Outside of Toledo, Ohio, a team of queer ghost hunters is converging on a haunted convent in search of lesbian nun ghosts. <laughs> Just that sentence is my favorite sentence that's ever been said. <laughs> do we have a new like best headline <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah basically sure. yeah so here okay uh quilt bag i know you hate quilt bag it's the dumbest but, thing but it's like all of those were tokens that they put into a bag and they shook it up and everybody <laughs> drew out things to make to make the the cast so yep, yep. victoria identifies as a pansexual gender fluid femme Okay. Liam identifies as a pansexual trans man. Lori identifies as a lesbian genderqueer. Shane identifies as a cisgendered gay man. Scott identifies as a bear. (laughs) Are you serious? (laughs) Kai, who is their videographer, Mm -hmm. but also a medium and has Asperger's. Sure. Is a demi-romantic trans man. Okay. And Katie, who's bisexual. <laughs> oh, poor Katie. In any other room, Katie would be the like, the wow, one. that's crazy. But like, if you, we're not going to define any of those. If you need help, uh, Trans General, which is a podcast I've talked about, talks about so many like on the spectrum of gender. So go listen to that. Yeah. You just have to deal with there's lots of shit you didn't just understand. So what I love about this show, I loved the show Ghost Hunters in the first place. I, did you ever see it? it? Like, aren't they just like wearing green, like doing that green night vision and just walking around and like, we're in a prison. There's a lot of that. Yeah. 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 I thought that was They came to Seattle once. Dumb. Okay. So the fact that they're just totally emulating one of my favorite shows, <laughs> it, it makes it all the more wonderful. So in this episode, uh, the first episode, go check it out. It's on YouTube. First, they're driving and they're going to toledo ohio ohio they're they're going to a haunted convent well now it's a house and a lgbtq center that's also haunted and a theater but it's also haunted oh no so in its past it was a convent so there's just all of these women that lived there that were nuns and apparently 
if you go back far enough, none is just like basically that just means lesbian. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, oh, it's like yeah, the like the vow that nuns have to take of like not fucking dudes doesn't mean too much when you don't want to fuck exactly, dudes. Exactly. Exactly. Like what else are you going to do? I don't want to get married. Well, <laughs> convent, that's uh, pretty much your other option. Huh. In fact, they talked quite a bit uh in the episode about how there was like nuns that were banging other nuns they had their pf their pf was that was short for their particular friend so everyone's just a friend but i like their (laughs) particular friends (laughs) um anyway so uh, the the whole point of this this show is that hauntings usually happen at prisons Mm -hmm. at insane uh, insane asylums at uh uh I don't know. That's the only two I can come Another up with right prison. Now. Yeah. Another, another <laughs> A different prison. prison. <laughs> uh, houses that like people got murdered at. Well, but their point was in the past, that's shit that happened to gay people. Mm. Gay people were sent to sanitariums. They were sent to insane asylums. They were ostracized. And these are the places they went to prison for, for being gay. Yeah. And uh, so they contend that ghosts are more likely to be gay. <gasps> which I think is really interesting. So they look for gay ghosts. So not only are they queer, they're looking for queer ghosts. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So <laughs> they're driving to this convent, and then uh, Lori, who's the lesbian genderqueer, she's one of the leaders. They're in, But they're in three different vans, and it's adorable because they all have ghosts carrying rainbow flags <laughs> on the side as a decal. Um, but... She's just like, oh my God, that's a graveyard. We're going there. Just like, (laughs) turns the car and they go to this graveyard and they get out of the car. The other cars keep going. So this is just Lori and a couple of of the other people. So they look and there's this just field of nun graves because it was in like attached to the side of this property. And they made a really interesting point that you see fields and fields of men buried because of the military, because of wars, but you never see a whole field of nuns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, or, or women, sorry. You don't see a whole field of women. Yeah. In this case, this was a whole field, like everyone in this graveyard was a woman. Yeah, when you said that, I like, I kind of forgot nuns die. Like a, <laughs> like a, like a. They're immortal. Well, it's just like a field of nun graves. Like I've never thought about that, but like it makes sense. But yeah, that's. Yeah. Oddly creepy. Okay. Okay. So one of my favorite quotes, <laughs> because they've been doing this for a while, I guess. Katie, the researcher, when she heard about the story that this was their next location that they were going to do, said, quote, I'm glad I get to research lesbians instead of sodomy for a while. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they go to this graveyard, they get out of the van, and Lori says, Hey, ghosts. <laughs> like, like Bert and Ernie, like on the edge of the dock, like, here, fishy, fishy, fishy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and she, she says, if you want to get in the car with us, we're going to go visit your convent. You can come with us and visit it. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they get in the van. They drive to the convent. They go down to the basement and it's dark and it's spooky. And they start using divining rods. Do you know what divining rods are? No, I don't know what a divining uh, rod is. Uh, so it's these two. So like imagine a, imagine a tube of metal and then through the tube is like a hanger mm. so that you have two pieces of just hanger wire 
thin metal sticking out in front of you from like your fists. Your fists are clenched around the tubes and then you have these wires that are coming out the top. Okay. So what you do with divining rods is you hold these tubes and then you ask questions and an entity is supposed to be able to speak to you. Ghosts can speak to you through these rods by moving the rods around. It's like a Ouija board, but like for science. Yeah, for poor people. So, <laughs> um, so they start using these divining rods and they give the divining rods to the bear. <laughs> he doesn't have a name more. The bear. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> I just love the idea of like one is one person is like, I'm a demi pansexual, aromatic, mm. whatever. And he's like, I'm bear. Like, yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay. So he detects an entity mm -hmm. and they start talking to it, but it's pretty clear that it doesn't want to talk to him. Hmm. Like, because it was a lesbian because it was a lesbian so he, ah! he has the wherewithal he or has the remembers to say well who do you want to talk to and the rods just go like bing, and point right at lori oh a, a bear always remember a bear never forgets <laughs> that's a quote right elephant never forgets yeah bear got it okay Kyle is a, not an elephant. What is the opposite of an elephant? It's Kyle. <laughs> so then they give the divining rods to Lori, and she's holding on to the divining rods. And immediately the, the rods are like really responsive. Mm -hmm. Clearly the ghost likes talking to her. And because of the clear change in behavior difference, Liam, pansexual trans man, Liam, asks, Hey, ghost, are you attracted to Lori? And immediately the rods crisscross, which is the sign for yes. Ah! <laughs> so this lesbian nun ghost has the hots for Lori. <laughs> That's awesome. Then they want to figure out her name. So I don't know. They, I don't know. They just start throwing out names. Is your name Mary? The rods go, no. <laughs> is your name Magdalena? I don't know why that was one that they, <laughs> they asked. And like the, the rods go, no. And then the bear... Scott, the bear, says, is it Madeline? And they crisscross us. Uh. So Madeline, the ghost, who has the hots for Lori. And they ask it, uh, her some more questions about stuff, and it keeps going. But it was really, really interesting that they used this technology and that they contacted a lesbian nun ghost in the basement of a convent in Toledo, Ohio. Isn't it about time we stop using rods for this and start using crevices in the ground? <laughs> Feminism. Hashtag feminism. Hashtag feminism. <laughs> I don't know what appropriate. Um, that's we okay. Do you remember when we talked about the idea for this episode and we're wondering if these types of stories exist because it's so specific? Yeah. We we're idiots. <laughs> you are so dumb, Mike. Everything is possible is out there because internet. Because internet. <laughs> I just I love it so much I can't <laughs> stop watching. I'm gonna watch all of them. How many episodes are there? Uh, I, I'm through the first seven episodes of wow. season one and there's a season two. I forget how many per season, Yeah, but I have ADD. They're perfect because they're only like nine or 10 minutes oh, long. Oh, nice. But like, I can't imagine being like going up to a grave and being like, Hey, every ghost, <laughs> I got an extra seat. <laughs> Get in my Astro van. Yeah. <laughs> it's all cool. Like I, we've learned like, don't give rides to hitchhikers. Like that doesn't. Yeah. Pa that's real people or paranormal people. Like, yeah. Oh, no. I just said paranormal people aren't real people. Hey, Dan, 
Give us a fucking documentary <laughs> for that shit. <laughs> Paranormal lives matter. Oh no. Okay, that's the okay. Mike, I'm gonna tell you. Oh god. About Carrie Fisher's gay Republican ghost. <laughs> what? Princess Leia? Yep. Okay. Great. Sorry that that. That is the highlight of what I'm going to tell you. Just so you know, that's the best part. I really thought I, I like this episode is not spooky. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Oh, do we need to make it more spooky? Are, I don't know. It's Halloween. Well, Carrie Fisher's dead. Does that help? Ooh, she's so dead. Okay. You know, the spookiest thing about Carrie Fisher was when they had her in uh, Rebel One, the 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 movie where she was still Princess Leia age, mm-hmm. but it was new content when she was like CGI Princess Leia. Uh, she was fucking creepy. Oh, I don't really remember that. Great. <laughs> Game of Thrones, chains. Okay. Um, so this story is really about R. Gregory Stevens, who is a gay Republican. Well, I don't, I don't have a Gregory Stevens. Um, is that a joke? Don't we don't have a Gregory Stevens. I don't get it. Our great Greece Stevens. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> good. That was good. good not joke, good. Mike. Not good. If you have to explain the joke, it's not funny. Uh, anyway, he is, was, was, that's a hint, a uh, gay Republican. Don't just, just, yep, close your mouth. Everything's fine. Great. All right. So he worked for every winning Republican presidential campaign since Ronald Reagan's reelection. Uh, so, and he started when he was 22. So he was like kind of this superstar uh, gay Republican. And then when he was 30, he went to work as a Republican lobbyist. Worked at a couple different firms, worked for himself for a while. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, and then he died. because And, like, then, he's, like, and then he died. 30 is gay death. And, really. <laughs> <laughs> he was 30, so he's dead. That's the deadish part. And then he kept being floating around as a human person that no one cared about because he's gay. No, no. Because he's a Republican. That, that's <laughs> the saddest part. Of, this is the most haunting part of this episode. No, actually, the most haunting part is coming up. Okay, okay. so he... Um, you haven't talked about Princess Leia yet. Right. Go ahead. Okay. She's mostly uh, uh, clickbait, but like for your ears, she's like ear bait. Like it's mostly about this dude. Okay. Anyway. Um, so uh, when he worked as a lobbyist, he uh, worked a lot overseas. This is the part that Princess Leia. There, was he, there he is. Was he a seaman? No, airman. Oh, okay. I can't make that funny. No. Uh, he... Uh, that's something that caught Carrie Fisher's attention is that he was overseas a lot. He was really well traveled. So like, you know, she's super liberal feminist is, was a super liberal feminist writer, like all these things. So like their relation, like not relationship, but like their friendship is like crazy. Like it's just very unexpected, but like how well traveled and interesting he was is something that caught her attention. And they met on a flight once. Um, like George W. Bush and Bill Clinton are apparently BFF now. Like, who the fuck saw that coming? Reaching across the aisle because there's no other option now. <laughs> okay. Because, uh, because now there's really only two sides, crazy and sane. And all and the rest of us. <laughs> um, so what he was doing when he was traveling overseas is trying to influence elections of other countries. Oh, my God. So. It's the worst. During... I'll tell you about one of them during the Soviet Republic of Georgia's elections. We are talking about Georgia. 
and Georgia. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it. I got two stories about Georgia, but different ones. Um, so I'm going to nail this name really good. Uh, so Mikhail Saakashvili uh, was really popular. Yep. He pronounces it with the fading out and the awkward like wavering at the end. That's how he pronounces it. Um, but he was a really popular candidate and he started the United National Movement, a political party that focused on reducing corruption and helping the poor. So clearly our Gregory Stevens and their party didn't care for him. <laughs> so an anonymous, this is the, he was in a story in the New York Times where an anonymous um, informant, one of Stevens colleagues said that, quote, to help the Russians have less heartburn, we sent Greg over to help one of his opponents, end quote, meaning one of shock of Shively's opponents. Mikhail. Mikhail. There we go. That's a better. Yeah. So he's trying to help someone opposing the guy that wants to reduce corruption and help poor people. Yeah. Um, so uh, Mikhail ended up getting elected. So I guess it didn't work. Um, so suck it. But um, but he ended up working. He did this constantly going to different countries, influencing elections. He had uh, 18 victories for presidents or prime ministers out of uh, 26 elections worldwide. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. This is the most haunting part <laughs> Of this episode maybe that like we're just we're all pissed because of the russians but like we do this shit all the time yeah 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 um anyway so well, now we'll get to the haunting part so okay i'm gonna speak on his behalf because he's deadish and can't <sighs> is this a seance no no <laughs> that sure took the steam out of that <laughs> <laughs> i just felt like when um i hook up with guys on scruff and they're like great are we about to fuck and i'm like no <laughs> and it's like oh okay that's that's fine you're an improv you're supposed to say yes and yes and don't <laughs> um are we gonna fuck yes and i'm ringing my neighbor <laughs> <laughs> um so he okay the gay i'm gonna speak on his behalf by saying the gayest thing about him was his death he died at age 42 in 2005 he died in Beverly Hills. He was there for the Oscars. Gay. He, he died of a drug overdose. Gay. Um, which was uh, cocaine and Oxycontin. Oh. Um, that, he, I would have expected to be like Molly and vodka. Oh. But. <laughs> drug overdose. <laughs> he overdosed on Molly and vodka. I love that. That's how I want to go. And then I want to get that thing that I said before on my gravestone. I have it planned out. He died in Carrie Fisher's bed. Ooh. Gay. No. Actually, no, that seems really gay. You're right. Yes. <laughs> when you know that they're like not doing anything, that's pretty gay. Um, so she woke up. Like they like he came over to her place, went to bed, he like she woke up and he was dead next to her. So she freaked the fuck out, of course. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Like, but okay, apparently, um, so she's really worried about that. Um, but apparently when he got to her place, uh, the autopsy shows that the, his level of like intoxication or like when he took the drugs or whatever showed that he could have been at levels that like seemed like he wasn't on drugs. Cause she like said, I know what 
being on drugs looks like you know she like talks a lot about her alcoholism and and things and um, she after he died what she's like you oh i know drugs oh no i, I get her. no i know what yes i know was, what fucked i know up looks what this like. looks like i get it i see it in the mirror most mornings like no but she's t- like so she was like i know what that looks like so did i just miss something and they like reassured her by saying no it based on when he took it and all that stuff it, it he could have just appeared like his regular self yeah so there wasn't in spite of like all this influence that this dude had there wasn't much reporting on his death and even when they did like some people got his name wrong and Mm. like yeah so it it, it's crazy but i mean his name is r his name (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of his fault hello i'm r call you can call me r I go by Ur for short. Like you can't. (laughs) Um, So Carrie Fisher said that he haunted her house after he died. She said that quote, lights would go on and off. And I had this, I love it. Okay. I had this toy machine that when you touched it would say, fuck you eat shit. You're an asshole. Cause sure. And it would go off in the night by itself <laughs> in my closet. She didn't touch on like what, like why did? It? Oh, anyway, that's that's ringing a bell with me. Really? I, I, I Do you think you've read about this? I've heard. No, I, I uh, a relative of mine. I think I'm trying to remember who. Maybe my Eddie Gale owns a, f- a fuck shit asshole. Yeah. God. <laughs> I yeah. My, well, okay. Imagine that going off in the middle of the night without you doing anything. <laughs> I, like you wouldn't know whether to laugh or be terrified. Yeah, it'd be like <laughs> I'm terrifyingly <laughs> hilarity. Okay. Um. She's and then she continued. I was a nut for a year, and in that year, I took drugs again. Oh. So she was so like fucked up from this guy haunting her place that she was like doing drugs. And that's Carrie Fisher's gay Republican ghost. Hey, Kyle. Hey, Mike. The queer ghost hunters. (laughs) (laughs) When they... (laughs) That Lori Mm -hmm. got this call from her parents. Okay. And they said, I don't know what you did, but we need your help. Bring all of your queer whoever friends. Like, we... you Come... Come here. The, the queer Scooby gang. Yep. So turn- that's a, that's a crazy message to get from your parents. Yeah. Turns out Lori, when she was like, Hey ghosts, get in the car. Oh no, it's back. I told you, I told, I fucking told you <laughs> she was driving her parents car <gasps> <laughs> and like weird shit started happening in their house when she returned the car. No. <laughs> noises and bumps in the night and weird shit like that uh her dad has a giant ring of keys fucking vanished disappeared no idea where they went his backup set of keys almost as big fucking vanished disappeared no idea where it went her key to her parents house disappeared vanished no idea where it went so all these keys disappeared and then uh they had an orphan thanksgiving uh at the parents house because it was all around that time last year a blood orphan thanksgiving maybe <clears throat> i don't know what that means i it's a thing and it's related to halloween so i said it good job halloween <laughs> <laughs> happy halloween I, boo <laughs> um they got the divining rods back out mm-hmm. and they said is this madeline <gasps> 
And the rods crossed and said, yes. Shut up. She rode in the car back because she had the hots for Lori. They kept asking her questions. And she she was like, yeah, I totally wanted to. I want to go to there. And so then and so then Lori is like, do you want to come home with me? And the rods crossed and said, yes. And then Lori had to be really firm with her. And Lori's (laughs) holding the rod. So it's hilarious. Yeah. uh, She says, I don't allow entities into my home. I go on a lot of ghost hunts. It's just a personal policy of mine. There's nothing personal. And then the rods went dead. She totally rejected Madeline and Madeline left and they couldn't contact her again. She was so sad that she couldn't go be with Lori. Poor lesbian nun Madeline ghost. I know, know, right? That was my (laughs) follow-up. Sometimes I feel like lesbian ghost Madeline nun when I am texting people on scruff. Mm Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then I don't get any responses. And then I vanish. <laughs> I get it. I'm just saying I get it, Madeline. <laughs> I get you. Don't fucking invite ghosts to be in your car. Don't don't, don't pick, pick up ghost hitchhikers. <laughs> <laughs> and while we were sitting here, I have another gay ghost story to tell after you do this one. So. Oh, okay. Uh, but yeah, your turn. Okay. Well, my last one is, it's a quick one, but it might be my favorite. A quickie. It's a quickie. Okay. Just I'm going to go in and out and then uh, leave it there. So I'm going to tell you about the British lesbian pub phantom. (laughs) Which is... (laughs) I love it. Which is a name I made up, by the way. They had a dumb name that like wasn't... And like, okay, go... Like, this is just like pro tip for ghosts. Yeah. Like get a like do a good name for yourself like yeah. you don't you're not going to be remembered by being like the east war yeah yeah ghost that haunts some places like come up with a good name for yourself anyway british lesbian pub phantom um so this is uh in the uk uh hence the, hence the british part oh right i already said that (laughs) this british ghost (laughs) is in mexico it's cool um jesus christ i'm so dumb okay um so elephant and castle pub okay why did you gasp why did you do moderate gay gasp (laughs) (gasps) no um I just, I love British pub names. They're always just like two random nouns stuck together. Yeah. Elephant and castle. What the fuck does that mean? Owl and thistle. George and dragon. Like what the fuck? Explain yourself, British people. Okay. Uh, This pub is in Amersham, Buckinghamshire. I also love the name of British, like Buckinghamshire sounds like a fake name of a fake British place. And it might not even be spelled that way. (laughs) It's no way. Yeah. It's this one I can legit pronounce. Um, so this place is <laughs> according to Google maps, cause I looked it up where it was and how far from London it is. Apparently is it, it is a nine hour and nine minute walk from London. That's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just in case you're wondering, um, Google knows you don't own a car. They, I guess so. They like that's du- like Google. Get your shit together. Like I'm not <laughs> anyway. So the pub's landlady, Sylvia, uh, shippy, Again, like British people, like if you don't want us to make fun of you, don't have names like Harry Potter, like yeah. from a Harry. Okay, <laughs> she, Madam Sylvia Shippey. <laughs> the problem. Um, so uh, she, her son, and a neighbor have all seen a ghost in the kitchen of the pub. 
Um, the ghost wears black in tip to toe, which I had to look up is a British phrase from like from head to toe. From clit to clat. From clit to clat. <laughs> 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 um shippy believe i can't shippy i can't shippy. i'm so sorry i shippy i can't say that with a straight face um lady shippy <laughs> believe duchess shippy <laughs> lord lordess manningham shippy anyway um believes that this ghost is a saucy ex-publican again so many british words i'm learning publican is a bar owner mm-hmm. so ex-bar owner because the ghost pinches the bottoms of barmaids. Nice. <laughs> nice. So um, one of the, again, and like also barmaid, I felt weird writing that down. Like, is that like demeaning to women? But like they're all the article. Maybe that's just what they call them. I don't know. I don't feel like totally comfortable saying the word barmaid. Anyway, I call them toots. <laughs> they love that. <laughs> I call them clit factories. <laughs> <laughs> um uh so one of the barmaids again i'm sorry if that's i don't know if that's the right word uh, bar workers that's a lady um michelle rogers said quote i went down to the cellar to get some drinks yeah you did yeah you did because <laughs> you're a lady i don't know that's, you go down to that cellar. you go down um and then i felt my bottom being pinched <laughs> That was the bad time to start drinking your beer. Sorry. Well, it was better than like one second later. There would have been beer all over your mic. Um, and <laughs> so, like, you were talking about like who the fuck are like is this like just ghosts and like you're gonna throw a party at this fucking house on like one of the ghosts like who is this ghost that's just pinching bottoms like that <laughs> is like that is this lesbian ghost life mission yeah just pinching bottoms did yeah. she not like get enough bottom pinching action as a human and so she had to destined to live forever pinching i don't know it's anyway i love that one and you know just uh do your thing british lesbian pub phantom there's gotta be something about bottom pinching in there usual wait no 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 i was gonna well Well, i'll just try it i'll just try it uh hey mike hey kyle no that was i didn't know i was trying to think of something like you know pinch me to see if this is a dream um, you're like you're like no because it's a nightmare for me when they have a big dick because your tiny butthole because my tiny butthole in spite of my butt enlargement surgery which now everyone knows about how do i feel comfortable saying all these i don't get how i anyway I, I, yeah <laughs> I think it's funny that like I know that there are people who listen to the podcast and there are things that I have said or admitted or like exposed that like I feel like they're just not talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what do you mean? Like what? Like what? I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's my insecurities, but I just feel like people look at me now and they're like, oh, 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 yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I think. Well, everyone on like all mediums facebook and email and everything was like kyle you're like you're fine you're cool like yeah so thank you everyone i appreciate it but yeah i do have one more okay uh my aunt gail okay my mom's sister 
Which, by the way, mom has gotten so much fan mail lately. She, people love her. <laughs> her episode is showing up like near the like. It's, it's trending. It's, <laughs> she's a trending episode. Yeah. Huh. I mean, but like rightfully so, because your mom is awesome. And is real good at making gay definitions. Yep. Up, I guess. <laughs> yep. Uh, but my mom's sister, Gail, my aunt Gail, is psychic, maybe, hmm. but only when she eats taco pizza. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hold. I have several follow-up questions. <laughs> okay. Explain taco pizza. I mean, it's it's what you would expect. It's like... Is it when you take a DiGiorno pizza, <laughs> fold it in half, and then fill it with more meat, lettuce, and cheese, and then eat the whole thing? And salsa. Yeah. And yeah. salsa. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Taco Bell, probably. <laughs> um, no, taco pizza. I mean, it's, it's a regular pizza, but instead of a tomato sauce, it's like a salsa-y kind of a sauce, and then there's ground uh, beef on it that's been seasoned like tacos and it's got I, lettuce and cheese and stuff. i like mine better okay no, I, so i mean but taco pizza is a thing it gives her nightmares she wakes up has night terrors like it has like all of these things that happen to her and she she swears that it's taco pizza is the thing that does it hmm. and um but one time she saw a ghost in her bedroom like hmm. hiding underneath the like where she could see mm-hmm and over by her ironing board or something. I don't know why I remember that. She, and she yelled at it. Hey, fucking come, stop hiding. Get out of there. And then uh, she saw it and it disappeared. And it was my Uncle Tommy. And my Uncle Tommy is my gay uncle. Oh, who's dead? Who's dead? Yeah. So I have a family gay ghost story. Wow. Is that the only contact he's made? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. I mean that you know of. That, um, that, I mean, this—it's uh, a really old story. I'd have to ask her for more details, and I'm happy to follow up on that. And like, I don't know. Huh? Yeah. Interesting, right? Yeah. Makes me want to just fucking eat four taco pizzas and see what happens. Okay. Well, I mean, I would, I would do that even if your uncle didn't show up. <laughs> but like, sure, that's gonna be an added bonus. Like, your gay uncle could like chill with us. Um. Should we take a break? Let's take a goose break. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's take a break. Boo. Fuck you. <laughs> this is the part where Mike and Kyle take a break. Are we back? We're book. <laughs> no, no, I just said we're book. We're back. We're back. <laughs> From the dead. <laughs> oh, there you go. That was way better. All right. Um... Uh, we're gonna do our gayest and straightest, but first, but first, we have things but to first, say. but first. Oh, before that, even okay. Are you gonna dress slutty for Halloween? No. You say that like that's obvious. No, I. I mean, when I look at photographs of myself when I looked best naked, I think, why didn't I dress sluttier for Halloween when I looked like that? Yeah. And so, not feeling very good about myself physically makes me not want to dress slutty at all. Yeah. So, yes, I want to dress slutty, but I ain't gonna. Hmm. My, I, yeah, I don't, like, I don't know. I feel like, uh, no, I'm not, it's not something I feel. It's just a fact. Like, Halloween is gay Christmas. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, gays are, like, super excited about it. It is, like, a giant party, and 
yeah, like I only recently, like one year, like the sluttiest I'll get is wearing super short shorts. Cause that's like, my legs are the only part that I feel like comfortable. Like I'm not going to show like my, like anything about my upper body, but like my legs, I feel like I don't care. So like, hmm. yeah, I'm, yeah, I don't, I don't do slutty. Do you have Halloween plans? No. Which I have an idea. Okay. So assuming that we remember at the top of the show when we uh, actually like we played Dan just making me feel like a terrible person over voicemail. Yeah. Uh, That means he wins the free t-shirt prize because he's the first voicemail that we put on the air. Yeah. A free t-shirt. Good work, Dan. But I will only deliver it to him at his house for his awesome Halloween party. (laughs) Oh, wait, he has an awesome Halloween party? Yes. Invite us to your awesome Halloween party, (laughs) Dan. This is a weird way to get an invite. And you will get your free (laughs) t-shirt. I feel uncomfortable. Okay, we didn't play this one, but I fucking love the voicemail we got from a mailman yeah we got a voicemail from a mailman who listens to us on his route i wish i remembered his name colby solomon oh yeah yeah yeah. anyway really sweet voicemail <laughs> that he listens to us on his route people that listen to us for multiple like i can barely listen to you for this like the however many hours we record so like props to everyone who listens to us for more than i agree well done yeah you deserve a prize and the prize is more podcasts <laughs> okay uh do you want to talk about the like things that we want people to look at and click on and do? Our website is gayishpodcast.com. Um, okay, Mike, we have so many hot people on our Facebook group. I just, I just, I lost. Hot several. people on our Facebook group. Tell your hot friends to also be on our Facebook group, which is facebook.com slash groups slash gayishpodcast. I you remember that time I have a job and I like have to go to work. It's I, the worst. It's so bad. But like, I, <laughs> there were like several hours explain, exploring the hot people in our Facebook group. Anyway, join our Facebook group and Kyle will stalk you. <laughs> no, just low key stalking. It's <laughs> like cool. It's fine. Um, we have Twitter, um, which is at gayish podcast. And uh, we've been getting lots of nice tweets. So just a few people that um, at A-L-A-K Adam, Alak Adam, and A at... Caleb Crafty, and then at Foul Monkeys, which is a gay podcast run by two gingers. Mike, don't say anything. No jokes. Uh, Why do you want people to think that I hate gingers? Well, I edited out a joke you made about gingers. So? I'm an equal opportunity make funner of her. That's true. That's very true. I know that because you make fun of me all the time. <laughs> and I'm amazing. So it's like, out of love. Yeah. Yes. So thank you to all the people tweeting at us. Uh, we want to hear from you. Email us at gayishpodcast at gmail.com and you can text us or leave us a voicemail on our hotline, which is 5855-GAYISH or 585-542-9474, standard rate supply. As always, the three R's, rate, review, and subscribe. Um, we've been getting uh, a few uh, new reviews uh, so we really appreciate the people that are viewed a couple of my favorites is uh quote the podcast that swallows was the title <laughs> which like you, you yep true um guilty <laughs> guilty guilty or like guilty has a negative connotation what's the like positive connotation of the word guilty like correct <laughs> um <laughs> facts um and then another one uh quote a little slutty but a lot touching oh which i don't get the difference between those two comments right yeah yeah you're repeating yourself <laughs> exactly um anyway but thank you for the reviews 
Uh, let's do our gays and straightest. Yeah, gays and straightest. Uh, do you want to go first or second? I don't know. Uh, so the, um, the gayest thing about me this week is going to be our one just terrible, depressing moment for this episode, which is that today is my fourth gay wedding anniversary, and that's pretty fucking gay. Oh. I want to talk about it. You do? I do, yeah. Oh, okay. What do you want to talk about? Uh, I want to talk about that I was real sad about it all day. Hmm. And then I texted my family saying, like, when is this going to get easier? Mm-hmm. And I think I, I think that she thought she was being helpful. But mom said, well, this is always going to be your anniversary. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. If it helps, like, I have since forgotten my ex's birthday and, like, our anniversary. Oh, so I get like you've been uh, you like you were with Trevor way longer and married to him. So I get it's not the same thing, but I think there'll be a time. I think that'll like that'll be one of those signs like that that moment when you're like, oh, my God, you know, it'll be 3 p.m. And you're like, oh, my God, today's our anniversary. And Mm. I'm not saying it'll happen next year or even in five years. But like I, I that'll happen. Yeah. I mean, I still remember my first anniversary, too. Oh, you're the like. A bear always remembers. Exactly. You're, you're not a bear, exactly. but like exactly. just that's the that's the downside of like remembering things. Ah, oh, the best part about forgetting things is like I forgot my ex's name the ne- the second he left. Yeah, Jay Z. Yeah, Jay Z. <laughs> um. So, and the straightest thing about me this week, uh, uh, was uh, night before last. I was like, fuck, I just don't know what to eat. What I'm go- what am I going to eat for dinner? So I made a package of shells and cheese. And I dumped into it a package of pre-cooked Jimmy Dean turkey sausages (laughs) and a half a jar of tomato pasta sauce. And I just stirred it all up and ate it. And that just seemed so just it reminded me of being a frat guy almost just like, oh, those three things. I like those things. Let's just cook them and mix them together. <laughs> Dinner. Like if Rachel Ray was straight and a dude and terrible at cooking. <laughs> if, if Rachel Ray ate too many paint chips when she was a kid. <laughs> Rachel Ray ate too many of her own book. <laughs> oh, really? If Rachel Ray ate her own recipes, but by that I mean the pages out of her book. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, so my straightest thing is... I accidentally fist bumped a dude. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say fisted. Like, how do you accidentally <laughs> fist somebody? Okay, it's just like one finger turns into two, turns into four, turns into knuckles deep. Like, you've never, I don't know. All right. No, but like, <laughs> this dude was like really sweet. He was like helping train me on something for work. And I was like, did like a yes, like thank you, like, and put my like, fist up just like in a fist clenching yeah kind of way and then he fist bumped it <laughs> i was like oh i guess that's what we're doing now it was like i it was i was accidentally straight yeah 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 um the gayest thing about me is okay this is gonna start out seeming straight but bear bear with me <laughs> in the yeah um i went uh to the gym with doug we did some lifting our favorite facts. Our favorite facts. Doug, Doug, Doug and Koviak. Mm-hmm. Uh, did some lifting, but like bra, bra. <laughs> we we were working on those sick gains. Yeah. <laughs> I don't swole. Know. So we, I <laughs> I was trying to get swole as shit. Yoked. Yoked. That's the thing. Oh really? Frat guys say that a lot. Does it have to do with eggs? I don't know what it means. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so we were in the locker room because like, Hot. no, it's weird. It like brings back all those junior high memories of like, this is uncomfortable. Don't look or they may think you're into. And like, Doug and I are such good friends that like, I know he knows and he knows I know like it, it's fine, but it just, so it's not about him. It's just about those memories of like pretending not to be gay. Yeah. But then it got a little bit gayer because I had the, like <laughs> this queers folk moment where like we were exercising together, but then also chatting and like, you know, like in queers folk, like they always did that. And like, so it, then it got gayer, <laughs> <laughs> but not that. Yeah. Okay. Gayish. So gay, it got gay ish. Uh, and now my arms are deadish. <laughs> uh, so that's it. That's it. A uh, special thank you as always to Charlie Finn for the use of our theme music. And special thanks to all the ghosts that don't get in the cars because that's not for you. And thank you to the queer ghost hunters because goddamn. <laughs> and thank you. Like, uh, just thank you so much to all the people who said really nice things after the last episode and have just... Uh, like given how shitty we are to <laughs> the people that listen like they're the sweetest people and and they're just so positive and nice and and reassuring and affirming and we just have the nicest we got so many e-hugs we I, got i fucking hate it don't fucking touch me dicks oh e-hug me up and down that's redirect your mic e-hugs to me uh, so thank you everyone so much so that's it uh this has been gayish i'm mike johnson i'm kyle getz until next week be butch be fabulous be you i want to suck your blood or should i say be boo be fabulous be boo dumbest and thing I've ever me. said on this podcast. And See you next week. Bye. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. Hey, and by the way Do you hear what your words bring? Oh, P.S. I'm gay. You know that bitch is super uptight because she's a lesbian too, but she's mm. like, but not getting her fuck on. Like, well, yeah, yeah, like all those, all those like ex-gay ministers that end up like they were just fucking fags the whole time. Yep, yep. They <laughs> just said fags on the air. I yeah. never do that. So it's the least offensive thing you've said in any episode. <laughs> I just let you know. <laughs>